Evening, everyone. Welcome to the Understarters Orders podcast. Uh, a little late than schedule, but we're here. Andy's here, Declan's here in the background. It's not the most scintillating weekend's worth of rating, but we'll go at it anyway, won't we, boys? We'll go at it because it's not fucking Cheltenham every fucking week. Mm. We're going at it, boys. I'm, I'm well, a, I'm right. I had a right good... I had a, a texted uh, Carlos before because he put up a post about, like, he called them turbo virgins. <laughs> Talking about like Cheltenham, like now and anti post bets now and things like that. It's have like, you backed Wordsworth yet? No, I've not. <laughs> have you, not? Have you backed uh, what, what? Have you backed Redstone yet? No. Have you backed Percival Lagoa yet? Oh, uh, but I know somebody who probably has. You're losing, man. Uh, You're losing. Man. Early bird catches the worm. It's a shame. The way I see it is, if, if say you back that Wordsworth now, say it's. 20 to 1, I don't know, right? Somebody puts a fiver on it, so they win 100 quid. I, I'd feel more comfortable it being 4 to 1 on the day, sticking 20 quid on it, and win exactly the same amount as that person who put £5 on it. I'd feel more comfortable because I know more about the horse. There you go. That's anti-post betting 101. Yeah. Easily. Easy done. Anyway, how are we doing, Andy? Are you all right? I am fantastic, Chris, yeah. Um little bit tired but i love a bit of racing so um no i'm enjoying this uh sun chariot stakes weekend or sun chariot stakes weekend it always kind of it's all mixed up this year is it yeah it is it's all yeah. over the shop isn't it it's a bit drunk mm. this year but like i is it and look i don't want to gloss over the race because i i'd love to own the filly or mare that wins the sun chariot stakes but mm. is it the most forgettable group one in the calendar yes yeah i i definitely he won't forget it yeah it has to be like, um, look uh, again. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to own a filly or mare that wins it. Maybe it's because it's not in a festival. Maybe it's because there's, it's just there's, a too much, there's too much new market in, in October, or and it's just you have the three weeks in a row and it's lost between um the last week's racing, the yeah. Middle Park and the Chief Park, Park and the Dewhurst. Um, was it not always on the day of the? Was it on the day of the? Uh, Chiefly Park before, I don't think. Well, yeah, no. because they they did have a day. They had like Future Champions Weekend, which was an absolute wet fart of an idea. Where they had like the the Middle Park and the Dewhurst on the same day for some reason. Even though a horse could very easily run in both and win both, which has been mm -hmm. done loads of times in the past. Um, and then they scrapped that idea. So I think they did actually have the Chiefly Park and the Sun Chariot on the same day. Um. They had all those group ones on the same day, but yeah, no, it's um, yeah, they they've changed it around, but yeah, you're right. There is probably a lot of too many meetings at Newmarket, but we, yeah. we should probably stop shitting on the card because we have to preview <laughs> it now. So. Well, we're only covering one from Newmarket, so yeah, true. The card, anyway, Deck, how are you? You see, you're already tanking the wine. Is that just your first class? No, I might have had one before this. Oy. Hey, how <laughs> was last weekend in Birmingham then? Oh, it was um. I was good. My voice is still only coming back. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, I was full on. Yeah. I was sure. I, I had hey. a point before Andy arrived at the airport. <laughs> and then uh, I was late to the airport. So <laughs> the drive, hey, that, it picture, wasn't that picture I put up, I zoomed in of Reggie's. I don't think yeah. uh, that's actually that one. funny enough. I, I look, I'll, I'll mention I'm, I'm all right saying it, but I like you probably know I have eczema. And it had flared up to the point where my eyes it were looked, pink. It didn't look, it like, actually, it, it looked <laughs> like an eczema you had. 
<laughs> no, yeah, I'm like yeah, it's something else. Yeah, I know it, it was good. It was... I had to get to um, had to get to Killarney the next day, so yeah. I got the first flight home. So I was barely in bed, uh, back up to the airport. Hmm. Got a curer into me. Uh, got the flight home anyway. My mate drove me to Killarney, me and George, and just. 10 minutes before Killarney and it's a three and a half hour drive from Dublin. No matter what way you go, whether you go through Mallow or there, it's a three and a half hour drive. It's not a pleasant drive. Um, George got sick. Oh. In the back of the car. Uh, ah. Yeah, a brand new. The shades, the shades of the Hunter Chase at, Lepre- at Cheltenham. Oh man. Kind of looking for the line 10 minutes in the car but, left. And it was like, but a time on a country road, but a time we could pull over he'd finished and it was everywhere. So, oh, he said, can we go home? And I was like, well, not really. We're at the driving three and a half hours. Like, Ben uh-huh. can't drive back. And I'm, you know, I, I, I'm probably still over the limit. So, uh, <laughs> that's, when got bad. that's when we got Ben said he drives us because we knew we were at the party the night before. Yeah. So, he came around anyway. I think it was just, um, like, he gets a lot of medication. The windy so roads as it, well. It was car, it was, it was travel sickness. Like, he yeah, was, yeah. No, the stomach's not great from from the medication, but I had to bring him to. Uh, I had to run into. I couldn't bring him in because he's no clothes on. I had to strip him down. He's just oh. in his t-shirt in the back of the car. Run into pennies and get my tracksuit. Got to the races and then the horse was sick. Oh. <laughs> and the horse <laughs> <was> pulled up. <laughs> so, Is that what uh, comes to light, Dick? Anyway, yeah. Not nothing yet. Nothing mm-hmm. yet. But um, mm-hmm. we we'll, we'll wait and see. Um, wait, waiting to hear. But that's that. Like that's not the killing that we've known. Um, yeah. He's a horse who wears his heart on a sleeve, like you know. So, uh, look, we we wait and see. Maybe it's just over the top. He, he's had a hard enough season as well. He's won two races. Mm. Uh, he's given us a great summer. So maybe he's just growing. We we don't know. Like you know, um, the ground was definitely against him. Mm. Anyway, so like there's a number of things, but uh, you know, we put a line through and we we'll move on next year and I'll be another good summer next year. You know, he'd be st- he'd still be a novice and there's another couple of wins out. But those yeah. days he gave us during the summer were amazing, like particularly for George. Yeah, for him to be front and center. And you know, just give Keith Dunhill mentioned every time he comes into the parade ring, he's straight off to George. You know, there could be there was a lot of lads there um the weekend, but now went over, shook George's hand makes a big deal out of him and it, it makes an eight-year-old feel special like you know and we're, yeah. you know Keith's you know he's a Spartan superstar isn't he in this country yeah. he is. Keith, mm. this is the man who rode Tiger Roll um you know the most famous horse in the world so uh with superstars are making time for you know children it, it makes them feel special so fair play to Keith yeah good luck Keith mm. another cracky summer ahead for you next year then Dirk yeah Hopefully, 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 fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll crack into next this week's racing. Just well, just before we do that, we've got a big announcement. Um, one guy behind the scenes has been working tirelessly to get get this ready for us. You might have seen the tweet that went out fifteen minutes because I couldn't be bothered doing it right here online. Uh, well, how are you? Um, we now have a website. A website, oh, the USO podcast now has a website mm-hmm. it's the usopodcast.com it's coming across there on the tick, ticker across the bottom head on over we've not got much on there the only thing that's on there which i will show everybody now is this really <laughs> go on 
I look little, at me, yeah. Uh, yeah the, definitely a drink. What's Andy say? Andy says, self-confessed race racing geek and long-suffering New York Jets fan. That's my Twitter bio too, I think. Oh, there you go. She's ripped it. it is, says, that, is, is that the best one? Oh, you can point a, yeah. That yeah. wasn't me. That was actually, no, he said, say whatever. <laughs> we should have put that photograph like that. on last weekend <laughs> that he got on. The, that would have been good. And then is said, that the best photo you could find of me? Like, there's pizza hair coming out. <laughs> that's, every the bit of that. that's the one you said on. I didn't send it on. Uh, you did send it on. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> I like your little bio at the end, though. though From Dex, the few remaining being... available pubs, that's a that's a brilliant bio. I love yeah. that. I'm going to keep that. Rob <laughs> said you can change it whatever way you like. It's like, nah, nah that's staying the way it is. Like that's that. the little bios. And uh, we're going to be posting content on the... We're still trying to get our head around what we're going to be posting on there, but there's going to be some cracking content coming up. Um, so watch that space. I'm sure there'll be some things to do with the C word, which will be coming up in March. We, we could be tight. It doesn't feel right to type. It's okay to you say it. You can't be typing that. We can say content here. Yeah, that crosses the line. It does feel wrong, doesn't it, Andy, to type now, considering we've always just heard our views. So yeah. um, maybe also, it doesn't. It doesn't come across as well. No, um, no the, it can't be. Blog, it just, but... Yeah, it can't be. But I will say we are very much open to suggestions if you ever want to message the page or comment. If there's anything that you might like to read yourselves, do let us know. We'll be happy to see if we can make it work. Yeah, fantastic. Jason's own in the comments. The website prof has a class more of the same band to why is excellent. Uh, James, the surname I still can't say is in there. All right, James, lad. Leonardo's here. He's got his Thursday soiree. Yes, he's on board. Everybody else is drip feeding in now because there's nothing else to do on a Thursday night than listen to us ramble. And we're now 15 minutes into the show. We've not even had a look at any racing. So let's get started, boys. We're going to have to start with the Sun Chariot because that's my first one on the list here. And we've got a field dead eight here within Spiral at Even Money. It's mm. the noise. Ooh. It was good to see her over in Ireland or over in uh, yes. UK. Yeah. Four to one, meditate is 15 to two. Heredia, who's looked very impressive last twice at tens, copies mm -hmm. 12s, random harvest is 20s, and Goldana and Roman missed round out the field there. Um, this is in Spiral Swan Song, isn't it, Andy? I, I believe it is. It's what it's this in the QE2, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, look, um, she is entitled to be favorite, um. Is she trustworthy? I don't know if that's an unfair thing to say. Um, maybe she just had such a lofty reputation and she just wasn't quite able to live up to it, but still, her ability was still able to net her, like, what, four or five grade ones, or group ones. Um, she was impressive in beating Big Rock um, at Deauville in the in the Jacques Lamarua, um when last seen. Um she probably is the best fitty in the race, uh, but she is only a pound clear of the noise now. Or where's Lauren when you need her? Miss the Savin. Miss the Savin. You got um, it right last week. Yeah, yeah, that that's true actually. Um, the thing Mick. about Miss Miss the Savin is she's one of those fillies, um, or at least she's never won a race by more than a length and a half. Um, and most of the time she is usually beaten in a head bob, so. Like if you go back to your Giants Causeways and 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 the like, she's one of those horses that probably does nothing in front but will fight on forever. Um, so despite her being rated one hundred and seventeen, 
form-wise, you can now make an argument that she could be a little bit better than that. She'll just, you know, she'll beat an 80-rated horse by a neck or she'll give a 120-rated horse a race um, mm-hmm. and try and beat it a neck. So she's just one of those types. Uh, seven to two is pretty fair price. Uh, her price has collapsed really since uh, I've seen it there in the comments there a minute ago. I think it was Jason Kinsler, uh since Just Beautiful of Paddy Toomey's came out mm-hmm. and this filly was declared. Um, like mm-hmm. if you said which one was going to run and which one wasn't, you would have probably said Just Beautiful and, and this filly coming out, but it's obviously swung the other way. Um, Random Harvest is obviously in here to um, she'll make the pace as, as long as she doesn't miss the break, like I believe she did last time out with Goodwood. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know she's in there to make the pace uh, obviously newmarket a good front running track i just don't think she's quite good enough to to front run against these uh coppice was good uh last week in beating potapova um yeah she like she she got up in the depths of the line i don't think that form and that listed win is up to winning a group one um look i'm i'm pretty it's pretty boring here chris i i don't think meditate is up to winning this either i think she's just a she's probably a she was probably a better two-year-old than she was a three-year-old. She she has progressed, but not progressed to the amount enough to kind of win a group one at three. Um, if you want to read her to hear a form literally um at the Curra, she would have a good chance, but I would be kind of hesitating there. Um, I'll take a chance on the French Philly Mr. Sabine. I just think um look, she doesn't do a whole lot. Um, she'll battle and spiral all the way. We've seen Inspiral have strange tendencies in the past. We've seen her get beaten at very short prices in the past. Um, and this filly is just going from strength to strength. And obviously, they're bringing her over from France. So I'll take a chance on her. 7-2 to two is fine for me. Um, I have it between the top two in the market, but I'll, I'll take the French filly. Good one, Andrew. Take a chance on me. Lovely. Uh, evening to everyone else who's commented in the things. We'll get around. I'm sure Andy can log on there and say, hello. Can thank I you for yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it now. I see the turbo virgins, virgins there anyway. All right, Ish, how are you doing? Declan, where are you going for this one? You're not going for this favourite, are you? Look, do you know what? No, I'm not going for the favourite, but, you know, she's very, very, very very talented. I, You know, Andy kind of touched on it. She can throw in a bit of a howler, but part of me thinks we just don't appreciate horses anymore. Really, really good horses. Like, you know, we're, we're in this social media, media area, we're, we're hung up on unbeaten records and you have to be destroying fields. This filly's done not an awful lot wrong. She's multiple group one winner. Um, and, and like, they're not machines. You're entitled to not win some days. You know, it's about the group ones you win, not about the ones you lose. And I just think we've we kind of lost sight of that. And we want Frankels and, you know, those horses are once-in-a-lifetime horses. Everything else wins group ones, but they can underperform some days. Um, and I do think she's probably not getting the credit she deserves because of that. In saying that, um, how can I not back the noise? How can I not pour her up? Um, she's a dual group one winner. She's been very, very consistent throughout her career. Now, the, our, our, the time she ran at a mile was in the... Uh, French guineas and she was well beat uh, and we actually that's where we first came across her and I think I put her up for the race uh, most of her runs after that have been over 10 furlongs and but she has come back and she she's won a group one over a mile then 
she's just a very, very consistent filly. And when you get them like that, when they're good and they're consistent, like they're so tough. And and she's one of them. She's just so, so tough. And if Inspiral is not further than all cylinders, I think she turns her over. And I'm happy to take that chance. Um, I do have a slight concern about the ground. Um, will she handle it? It's probably the fastest ground she'll ever have raced on. Newmarket yeah. being, you know, a dry track as well. Um, but yeah, it's definitely between the two of them, but I'd have to side for the noise. Meditate, fourth in the matron, uh, on a line through Rogue Millennium, you know, it does leave her weird a bit defined with the noise. She'll um, love the ground though, won't she, Deck? Yeah, look, yeah. She, she she is, and I suppose you can argue that um, she's an autumn filly, but I don't think she's good enough. Mm. Um, she hasn't won since the Breeders' Cup last year. Now, she is still only a three-year-old. Um, she has that on her side. But I, I just don't think she's good enough. I think she was overhyped. Whereas, you know, in Spoiler, maybe started out probably full of hype. She has delivered. And she's probably not getting the credit she deserves. Meditate was just overhyped coming from, from Bally Doyle, I think. Um, outside of that, I don't think any of them are really good enough. They're not really group one class animals, are they? Um, a lot of them probably have to prove they're group two horses outside of them. Uh, it's it's a poor enough renewal. And what is it? Is it the time of season that comes in? You know, um, it's just there's a lot of options for fillies, isn't yeah. it? Around this time of year, where generally fillies start to lose the form. Well, you know, I think that's a have, myth. You have the matron, you have the matron, and then you have Paris last week, mm. and then you have this, and and the slot is probably diabolical. It's probably really really poor. Mm. Um. And that's why the race is, is kind of forgotten about. And you don't realise it's on until it's on. Uh, it's not one you really look forward to. But I, I, I think the top two in the market are, are Group 1 animals. Um, Meditate can run in Group 1s, especially against our own sex. Outside of that, they're not Group 1 horses. Uh, but outside of the noise, because she's so consistent <laughs> and Inspiral can run below form. Nice. The noise takes it for the boys. Hey, I did a bit of ramming there. Nice one. Right, thanks, lads. Uh, let's move over to Ascot now on Saturday. Um, the Cumberland... Is it the Cumberland Lodge first? Yeah, sorry. The Cumberland Lodge we're going to first, which has... Ooh. Big field. Uh, yeah, massive field, this one. Is it seven? Oh, no, sorry. I was actually... That was that, that kind of sound like I was actually thinking of a different race to the Marcus. Oh, is that the Challenge Cup you're thinking of later? I was actually thinking of the the Bengal stakes, but that's actually oh. only 10, 10 runners. My my font was a bit smaller than you, or a bit bigger than oh. usual. So, uh, it would have been nice to see Hamish here because Hamish is not going to turn up here, is he? Um, well, never mind. Uh, no, he's not. No, no. We got Alas is at the top of the betting. That was a good run last time over it over in Ireland. Uh, seven to four. The Isra who put away Adia earlier in the season, who basically retired after that. Four to one. Al Kareem, who bounced back to form last time at nine to two. Claymore is tens. Uh, Post Postilio at nines, and it's fourteen to one. Bar though, you can Glenn running in this. Wow, seems like he's been around forever, doesn't he? Ten ten years old and running in this race. Um, they all have to go and beat Al Arsi here because I I, I I quite like Israel bouncing back 
to the uh, Princess of Wales stakes at Newmarket. He had a shoulder. He had to shoulder uh, a penalty last time when not showing really his best run in there. Um, if he bounces back to form, this ground should really be up his street. I think Aliasi wants it a little bit softer myself. What do you think, Kurdek? I just think Aliasi is, is very, very risky. It all has to fall yeah. his way. You are? Yeah, I, like, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah he, he, he's so risky. Uh, he didn't get there at Leopardstown. You know, he's a horse who was, you know, um, he was full of hype for a while. Look, he's not a bad animal. He's not a group one animal. Mm. But he's just very, very risky. And he's too risky at these odds. Um, yeah. Israel, you know, he, he beat him over the top at AR. He didn't retire him. Like, at AR was not the horse we seen as a three-year-old. Um he was well held at Kempton in the race that, that Baybridge won the, the September stakes. Yeah. He's a hard one to judge because you look at that race and go, fuck, he beat Adair. But what, what did he beat that day? Yeah, outside of that, you know, the form is, it's, it's not, it's not great. Um, I like Gal Kareem. He beat Blue Stocking at, at Chester. Um, that was his, his first run in Britain. In over the years, a group two winner in France. He's rated 112. He's a pound to find with Al Azi. And it, like, how is Israel the highest rated in this race? It's, mm. it's because he beat Adair, but he didn't beat the Adair that won the Derby that day, you know. So, um, or the one that kicked for home too early in the arc, or the one that kicked for home entering the fall straight in the arc. Yeah, <laughs> um, fucking hell, <laughs> you know, like he's. The ratings are a bit skewed here, I think. Um, so I, I'm not sure Israel is a one is really rated one fifteen. So he's a pound to find with Al Azi. Um, Pastaleo, he he's dropped back and he dropped back and tripped that side with a handicap. Um, it, it was his fourth time in cheek pieces. Look, another step forward could get him involved here. I, I don't think these are all that. But he is a six-year-old. Like, you know, how much improvement is there? Claymore's been disappointing. Uh, he was disappointed on his return in May, and he hasn't run since. He's obviously a horse with a few issues. Was loaded with potential uh, as a younger horse, unfortunately. We're probably never going to get to see it. Um, and, and the rest of them have too much defiance. The, the last three, I, I, I fancy Al Kareem here. Thanks very much, Declan. Andrew, where are you going for this one? Uh, I've actually, I've never thought I'd have the, the pleasure or the opportunity to cover a, a Chilean Derby winner on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is absolutely incredible. I was looking at this going, who the fuck is this for Tino? He's won like his, four of his last five races. Uh, he, ran that, he ran in that, um, yeah, and he was, he got a culture shock. Um, I don't know like, how it even. How would you come across a horse like that and bring him to England? Like, yeah, what bloodstock agent goes, Jesus, do you know what client would love the Chilean Derby winner? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's... Uh, Where's the run? Hippodrome, is it? Or um, Club Chile? Val, Valparaiso. Valparaiso. Oh. I don't know. The Sporting Club. I've, I've just Googled it now and see wow, how much it is. Oh, obviously. It actually looks gorgeous. It actually looks quite pretty. Yeah. Um, Sire is midshipman. Yeah, it's um, oh. it's quite American looking. You wouldn't yeah. be. It would be. Is it a dirt race? 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. yeah. In South America, like uh, they do have a third try. Yeah. <laughs> they have a nice turf. Daughters are two year olds this season. <laughs> this is quite pretty now. It's actually it's up on a hill, um, overlooking a city, and actually quite it's it's quite spectacular looking. I have to say, if you if you if anybody any of the listeners there want to to Google uh, Valparaiso Sporting Club, um, yeah, no, it looks like it'd be worth a visit if you had a spare four or five grand, uh, lying around. Um, but anyway, uh, that's not going to help us win, uh, find a winner at the Cumberland Lodge, but all the power to Fertino in his first time cheek pieces, by the way. It almost looks Austrian or Swiss. It does, yeah, it's, yeah, it's very it's pretty. pretty. It's very pretty. Um, Strange. Yeah, so look, getting back to getting back to the form. Um, yeah, Israr, look, uh, he was just too disappointing at Kempton, wasn't he? Uh, he did look yeah. like a, he was shaping like a, a progressive horse who just... I'm still not absolutely convinced that he's a like I'd wonder I'd almost be like nearly dropping him back to ten furlongs and um, like I know they tried him over over uh, the mile and three quarters he quite clearly didn't stay and then he as as he said he beat a punch drunk Adiar who was he was basically like Adiar was basically you know finishing up his career in the MLS by the time. Uh, <laughs> You know, he he rocked up in this new market race. Like he, he uh-huh. was um basically in a player manager role um mm-hmm. at, at that stage of his career. So you can probably look, you have to take that form with a pinch of salt. Uh Claymore, we've we've seen very little of Claymore um this season. Well beaten by Hookham at Sandown. Uh wasn't seen since. Uh, the fact that that was in May, um he burst a blood vessel, which obviously is a bad, bad, bad sign. Um, if he came back to his form from last year where he beat Reach for the Moon or or Reach for the Hype, who I think is going hurtling. Um yeah. you know, if, if if he did return to that sort of form, ten to one would look like an interesting proposition, but you're taking too much on trust there. Um Lastronomy and Pestelio. Um look, Pestelio was was very impressive at, in Haydock. Um in a, now, albeit it was a handicap, um beating Paddy the Squire, carrying nine stone ten. Um, I think it was second top weight that day, maybe third top weight. Um, he had ap- he absolutely bolted up. Um, really, really seemed to enjoy himself. Now the problem is, he's a six year old. Um, who's now on a career high mark. So you'd be asking why a six year old is going to take his first running group company and go and win a race like this. And um, it's probably a hard sell. That was my problem. Not an yeah. age, but that was my problem. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of running into the same problem, uh, and then Lastronomy, who was beaten by Al Kareem, um, I think Al Kareem just needs to be, he needs to be ridden like a stare in this race, um, if he wants to win this, um, but what I what I would say now, with with Lastronomy, um, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Chester would have played best to his strengths. It was his first run in the country, um. He was showing progressive form up until that in France. Uh, and, you know, you could maybe make an argument that he could he could be shaped to, like, run a career best. Um, only a four-year-old. Uh, 14 to 1, I think he'd be, the like, if I had a gun to my head, and I'm not meaning a pistol, I'm meaning, like, a you know, one of these pump-action shotguns that would, you know, blow me to Jupiter. I'd need one of them to my head to have a bet in this one. Mm-hmm. Um but if if I was forced to have one, I think Lastronomy would be, you know, on only a second start in the country, and um, probably on a more conventional track, uh, on ground that may suit. I think he could run into a place. But 
literally every single runner um has a question to answer here uh, the racing fan of me though wants to see the the Chilean Derby winner go and, and go and do this. Um, uh, fourteen oh, and if he does win this, I might even visit the track. Is this it, it his first Is this his first run on turf? This is his first run on turf. Uh, it could be his first. It's his first run on turf in this country, anyway. Um, and yeah. it's his first time in cheek pieces, even more importantly. Oh, what the fuck are they? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, no, he's actually had nine runs on turf. Um, so he's he's oh, won on turf. Derby's on dirt. He's, I know, I'm, on I'm trying to work out. Like, if, if anybody has is a, on, is on, he's on turf. It's on turf. So, yeah, it's interesting. What trip he is won, there, he, A mile what? and a half, and he won it, it easing, he won it easing down. Oh, they do things right over there. Yeah, he, yeah, well, that's interesting. I really, I, I actually want to see him win the race. I'm not going. Obviously, I'm not going to tip, tip him because I don't know oh, anything about the form. But here, he will never have seen a stand. Like the stand in Ascot. Oh no, Google, Google the Pirates gorgeous. No, man. no, no, but the stand in Ascot. <laughs> oh, he will never have Ascot. seen anything like that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Lastronomy each way for me, Chris. Yeah, you could probably see Hugo Palmer running the horse at Chester last time as a bit of a home fixture with him training up in Chester now. Uh, back the horse, the horse think track, that, definitely. Huh? The horse wouldn't think that. Yeah, but. Hugo's just pulling him out to, uh, mm -hmm. as he's local to Chester, in a, get him out for, and then change him to a different track. What the hell am I going on about? Oh, no God. idea. No idea. Uh, selections for that. Isra for me. Lestronomy, Chris. Uh, Ad Green for me. Okay. If we don't get the winner now between us, the, it's the German, it's the Valparaiso Derby horse who wins. Can't wait to see that now. I actually want to see that horse and see what it looks like. Ben Ghost, Ben Goff, Ben Goff Stakes. Am I saying that right? I'm having a nightmare tonight. Ben Ghost Stakes. Yes. Uh, Comanche Falls is the favourite at 130 and off his fives. Who broke his duck last time on 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 turf? Is it? Yeah, five to one. Garris, Garris, sorry, at 13 to two. Dark Trooper at sevens with Jean Lepin at sevens as well. And it's 11 to one away from those. Uh, where are we going here then, Andrew, for this one? Oh, this is not easy. Um, yeah, Dark Trooper going to be your what seven seven to one favorite, who's on uh, on a roll. Um, or not seven to one favorite. He's he's a seven to one. He's a seven to one poke after after being on a complete roll, three rolls. Um, did well to beat Redemption Time in in September, off a big weight. Um, in a handicap. Look, we we all know this. It's no secret the sprinters are not very good. Um, and they haven't been for a long time. So I would usually need to see a horse graduate from handicap company into pattern company um, nine times out of ten. But in the sprint division, I honestly just don't care because I don't think there's actually a whole lot between them. Mm. Um, so we have a very progressive three-year-old. We we literally we know what basically every single horse in this field can do. Kamachi uh, Falls, very, very likable and sets a nice standard. Um, Anaf, who's had a decent season, um, you know, beaten significantly into Portland, um, you know, giving them twelve pounds. That, that form, that form looks quite strong, even stepping into a group three. Yeah. Um, and he's nine to two, so he is kind of priced accordingly. Uh, Juan Lapan needs probably good ground, so I'm not sure what the weather forecast is looking like. I think it is warm around London on the weekend, and um, whether that dries out the ground. Um, happy romance 
she probably is going backwards at this stage in her career. But I will take Dark Trooper, Chris, seven to one. Um, as I said, there's just he's a three year old that's clearly absolutely thriving. Um, with his racing at the minute, and he just keeps winning, and he loves Asuka. Um, he's ground versatile. Um, and we just don't know where the bottom kind of lies. So, um, there, there's plenty, plenty to like about him. Ed Walker's very bullish about him actually in the weekender this week. Uh, nice little piece if you want to read that. He does have a good little column in there, Ed Walker. I like to read that every week. Uh, yeah, he very fan fancies that one, Andrew, and you fancy it too. I'm going to go with Anaf here. Uh, you gave him a good shout there, Andrew. I mean, that was a good form beaten significantly last time. He was mm. beaten only. He's running two Group Ones this season, only beaten three lengths in both of those, and he's he's run well twice. He's been to Ascot. I mean, that was his first time. He's won on turf last time. Um, Comanche Falls was third last year. Got the better of an arse, enough, obviously, in the Hatwood off level weights. I think giving uh, having to give him three pounds in this race, I think might you might see a, a different outcome here. Uh, I, I think Anarf has a bit more progression to show here, uh, personally. Uh, so I'll be taking Anarf in that one. Uh, you, Declan? Yeah, well, I don't think Anarf would have won the, the Portland if the ground was good. I think one of the pins would have pissed it. Um, I, I, I would have been very, very keen on him. Like He's not much to find where um, Comanche Falls well, he does need good ground. Um, yeah. Are, are we getting good ground? Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it'd be good. Like, it was a fine run at Newmarket behind the zoo. Toward the Walkingham to St. Lawrence, who went on and won a group one. Um, Place in group one. Sorry, beat a short head in the group one. Was it short head? About a neck, give or take. Yeah, but he won, he won the Walkingham. I'll be, I'll be filming that until the next one. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. And, and Apollo won was second in that Walkingham. He was well, a really yeah, good guy. I think he's very, very dangerous here. Um, I'm struggling to see why Garris is the pricey as well or compared to Comanche Falls. Like he's beating him in April. Um, why not? Look, I, I'm really, really struggling with this one. Um, Comanche Falls, he, he has three wins since May, mm. been in good form. Um, and, and he's won once at this level this season. And then you have Happy Romance in here who, you know, she's only running the 4 8 And I don't know what you're doing. I think she's a proper 6-4 long horse. Um, she's been highly tried throughout her career. Um, the fact she's running that 4 8 is, is, is putting me off. So... Mm. On that, I would it would probably sway me towards one the pins. Joan the pins for Declan. Sounded quite French there, that one. Joan the pins. What does that translate to? It's got to translate to something. It's probably not French. No. I can check if you want, but yeah, yeah. Go for yeah. It. one point yeah. means one point. <laughs> Give me one point. <laughs> Give me one point. Joan the pan. It's got to change. It's got to be something. What the J U A N L E S is it? P A N S. There's Reggie. He must have made a home from Birmingham and not ended up in Exeter. Evening, what, Catalan <laughs> detected. Catalan. No, it's not Catalan. Surely not. I don't think it's. Uh, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. There's Lauren Mominita. Still recovering from the party. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, while Andy's Googling that, we'll just... Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't translate no, to it's a place. 
Was I it? was at Abel's end. Here's it's the door. Yeah. It's in the Grand area. So. so it's Joan Lapin for Declan. Enough for me. And Andrew is with the three-year-old Dark Trooper in that one. Yeah. Uh, right. Brings us on to the next race that we're going to have a look at, which is the Challenge Cup. Uh, mm-hmm. Really got to get your teeth into this here, haven't you, boys? Um one that I did quite like in this is actually running tomorrow. I didn't realize. Started typing up things that I liked about this one and realized the horse is running tomorrow. I was going to side with Hickory, but um, I don't think the horse will take its chance now. Having is Hickory not running now? No, well, he's running tomorrow. Um, Folks. He's entered tomorrow anyway, whether he won or not. He's... Is that a non runner in the dandy now? There? Yeah, yeah, but non runner. I've, I've a non runner oh. before I put it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! You're straight onto the SP. I see, I see, I see. Don't worry. Another yeah, dog. Oh, good. I'm going to take a chance here on one out, on an outsider. I'm going to go bless him, who hasn't won for a while. Uh, so don't know why I'm putting this horse up. Um, you know, I, there was reasoning last time to think that there was a, a little bit of, of spark reigniting. He's dropping down the handicap. He looked sure to play a part last time. He was travelling really, really well. And apparently, Kieran Shurak Schumacher was, I think it was, no, who was it Kieran Shurak on board? I'm going to have to look at this now before I say this because I thought it was, the, yeah, it was Kieran Schumacher. He got off the horse and said that he, he, he the horse was denied a clear run. It, I mean, this was a little bit like Miltwood incident. The horse was just not quick enough to take them, in a sense. Um, he just, the horse came there travelling well. There was a horse that kind of veered out to its left and he was kind of not really stopped, just he didn't really edge over, I don't think. There was loads of room though. Um, but it wasn't it was a decent enough run. You know, he's he's two pounds lower than winning the Bunbury Cup last year. This race should run to suit. Um I think that obviously bless him, he's 20 to one a decent price. Potmaster looks three three pounds well in, I think, under his penalty. He'll make a bold a bold bid for this. He loves Ascot, that one. Um, but I'm going to go bless him at the prices at 20s. Um, what about you, Declan? Um, well, I, I obviously like Hickory off 89. Mm. Where's he running tomorrow? He's running at uh, Ascot tomorrow. Is he definitely running? Well, he's, he's entering for both. Buick on in, yeah. He's and who's on him in uh, in this? He's declared for both. So, yeah, yeah, Orban, yeah. him and Orban are in the three twenty-two tomorrow on mm. Friday. Let's go. Look, he too lends to find with when uh, Quinault, is it? Quinault, yeah. Quinault, yeah. and and Popmaster, but he's getting much more away. Um, and it's 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 quite similar with Baradar. You know, he's getting more away. Uh, he wants good ground. Um, is that a sign that there's range you if they're going to run tomorrow? Uh, pop, well, there's no there's no rain in the forecast at all. It's actually going up to twenty one degrees now. So, yeah, yeah you only have to look at the ground. Funny, yeah. Mm. Uh, now I, I would have really liked him. Um, he would have been my main fancy. Uh, the other one I liked was Little Levi. Um, he's only beaten two lengths are there off ninety six. Uh, he was far to Baradar Doncaster before off ninety four. Shunning off ninety three here. He's actually only beaten the neck off ninety six this season, so I think um ninety three is a nice enough mark for him. But um yeah, I, I would have really liked Hickory in this, but it'll yeah. it'll be it'll be all in on Lee to Levi, so thirty three <laughs> to say, one. I don't believe it. Boom thirty threes. 
33s, yes. I, I picked out him as well. Oh, <laughs> my God. I kind of came down on, yeah. ahead of me in the dandy nap. That's I'm, trying to, I'm going win only. Yeah, I'm shooting. Yeah. You're right. Uh, my, my worry about Lethal Levi is... is um, like yeah, as you said, he was only beaten by significantly by not even three lengths. But I'm I'm a bit worried about the seven furlongs. But I'm I'm so far behind that I'm only too happy to take the risk because he's a well handicapped horse. Um, ninety three is like he was very very fortunate to be dropped three pounds. Uh, he's been dropped seven pounds since June. Um, where he was beaten six and a half lengths in the Wokenham by St Lawrence and then ran well at Newcastle. Then on his next start off eighty nine, albeit in a week or eight, so he's going to contest on Saturday. But yeah, no, 33 to one's an awfully big price. And I could see him coming there absolutely swinging and then begging for the line. And it probably will not come. But at 33 to one, you can take the risk. Oh, two 33 to one is in a 20 to one. I have to give my other one, Chris, just because I'm stuck in this competition. I'm going to see it out. Um, A horse that, again, a horse. uh, It's not Hickory because I don't want to back a non runner like you. Is it Ropey Guest? (laughs) No, it's not. It's uh, Fresh. Um, yeah, he loves Ascot. Um, winner at one of the multiple, multiple seven furlong premier handicaps that run at Ascot every single year. He won a um, he he won a handicap at Ascot anyway over seven furlongs over uh, uh, of one hundred and two. Um, has run okay this year uh, at stages. Um, most notably is fifth in the Wokingham where he was just taken off his feet a little bit. It ran on really, really well. Wasn't beaten far by St. Lawrence of 101. A repeat of that run should see him go okay. Um, I think he was on the wrong side against Barrador. Um, and he he ran fine on his first, I want to say his first trip to Ireland uh, when he's beaten by Big Gossie. Uh, it pissed rain and it probably... Um, Went against... Like, I wouldn't say that was good ground. Um, I would say that... You know that I'd say that got a bit softer, um, and you he probably wants you that's know, the day you put Big Gossie up, was it? It wasn't, did yeah. Oh, you, um, you fucking do that and to fucking have a point, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> let me into that one, <laughs> you'd, back, you'd back anything to find a piece of farm, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, a winner you had months yeah. ago, fresh and be, uh, lethal. You'd be the for the big dog again now, you'd be fucking lighting the candle. <laughs> 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 Time where you got three years ago. How interested why Danny Tudup's not on fresh? Is he banned or something? Um, mm, must be he surely he's banned. He's not on a ride since the start of the month and he's not got any entries. So he must be banned or something. Probably. Yeah. Anyway. Jack Mitchell takes the ride there on fresh. Yep. So two for Andrew, fresh and lethal Levi. Declan likes lethal Levi as well. And yeah, and Hickory's not a non runner yet. Well, no, no, he could could take part in both, Declan. Yeah, watch him be on the SP favourite now in the competition after Hickory <laughs> comes out. <laughs> Why is the South Seven Furlong races at Ascot? Did, where did they force the build it? And they were like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> run another one, run another Wouldn't one. Wouldn't it be great to Do you say they all know each other? Yeah. Like Fresh and Biggles and... Bless they know them. each other um, nearly as much as Jumbie and Pogo yeah. do. They probably, they probably all have their reserved stables now beside each other. In the, it's like, ah, oh, Jay's lads are here again. <laughs> <laughs> what did they have you doing? Are they sure they left me in the stables for the last week? It's like, right, you're not off. They had me burning up the hill there three times a day. Would you say <laughs> get annoyed when, when there's like American horses and Japanese horses in their stables at Royal Ascot and they're like, oh, bud, 
this is mine. I run here every fucking week. That's my fucking table, boy. Yeah. No, the Japanese they'd be they be like we, we stayed in a in a place called the Block Hotel in Birmingham. So I, I'd imagine I'd imagine the Yank horse and the Japanese horses pay extra for the window. The window uh, you get a nicer stable than than fresh. Okay. No, do you remember you went in Anna's room? <laughs> we went into Anna's room and I hope that sounds dodgy. No, 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 no. Look, <laughs> we went into Anna's room for a drink and they're like, Oh no, they said, Did you pay extra for the window? And she was like, No, no. So we went in and there was a blind there. We're like, oh, you did get a window. And we lifted up the blind and there was just block work. But, <laughs> but they, had it revealed. they had a reveal. So there was a fucking window there and they just blocked it up. Like, you didn't pay for that. Is <laughs> that why right? it was block work? They got us fucking yeah. skimmed over it. I swear to God, there was a, we, they put a blind up. We were like, oh, you do have a window class. Let's look out it. No, not let's look out it. So, so its name wasn't the Block Hotel. You just called it the Block Hotel. No, it was no, called, it's the, Block called the Block Hotel. B L O C. That was grand. Except for your phone died, you were fucked. You had to open your room. <laughs> exactly. You had to open your room with your phone. So, and you had to be like, go into the app and do it. And you're like, fucking hell. What the hell? I've never heard I, of that. I was messing. Uh, we're going completely off topic, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. We, were, we were playing with, I was playing with my app or my room in the pub. And I walked into the room and I'd put the aircon up to the full blast and the telly up to full blast. So I walked in, checked in, the room is 26 degrees and the telly is up. You could hear the telly from down the hall. Oh, it was great. <laughs> you could control all with your room. But anyway, we better go back. Nice. We better go back. The Block Hotel, anyway. A nice place to stay in Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that brings us to the end of this week's show. Just go over selections again in that, shall we? Lethal Levi, Lethal Levi each way for Declan and Andrew. Fresh for Andrew as well. Now, I yeah. sit on Hickory, Chris. I, I'm not having this. He's not a non-runner well, yet. Well, I, <laughs> I, I would have gone with Hickory as well, Declan, but I'm, I'm presuming I'm working on the basis the horse won't run. He's going to be back on Friday. I think Arthur Moore won, um, won two races in two days with the same horse at Aintree before. Really? Mm. Yeah, Arthur Moore done it before, I think, where, um, yeah. yeah, at Aintree. And Tony Martin... Won three races in a week at Galway with a Philly, Bunny, Bunny, was it Bunny something? Yeah. Bunny and three something. Didn't One Cool Poet win three in a week one, too? One Cool Poet won three races, yeah. Yeah. Who who can name the horse that the Philly? She was never seen again, probably because she ran three times in a week. Who can, anyone in the comments can name oh. the Philly? It begins with a B, certainly begins with a B. It was Come in the on, Ted think. What? Somebody all ratted in the comments, definitely. Yeah, Tony Mantri, not that long ago. Uh, just mentioned that comment in the chat there, Paddy and Brownbur. The new website is beautiful. Congratulations, lads, question mark. Oh, I did put, sorry, no question mark, typo error. Yeah, it is beautiful. Head on over there. If you want to see the website, we've announced it already. Get over there. Check out our ugly mugs on there and the shit bios that we've got because there's going to be more shit posted on here. I look great. It'll, I think, come across, it'll come across better. Mm. Can't wait. Yeah. Oh, I've clicked the wrong button here. Right. Best bets this weekend. Where are we going? Oh, that was quick. That was fun. Well, yeah. um, I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to stick with the two and the handicap. I'm going to, I will back fresh and lethal Levi and I'll hopefully cash out at the furlong pole when lethal Levi cries enough. Um, nah, no, I'm only joking. <laughs> uh, but no, Chris, the horse that we're we're very familiar of because I I as Gordon the deck I love booming horses that I tipped on this podcast in the past. Um, 
if she's odds against, which I think she will be, the 145 at the Curra, the Staffordstown Stud Stakes, Kitty Rose. Um, oh. She was the nap of the Irish Champions weekend. She won. It's a piece of work. They considered the Marcel Dusak for her, but they didn't take it up. Um, look, all being equal, she'll just win this. Uh, I think she's a classic filly for next year. Uh, I th- I still think she's 25 to 1 for the 1,000 guineas. My only worry would be they'll probably keep her for the Curra. Mm. Um, she's brilliant and I, I think she'll take all the beating in the world um, and then I think it's a 3.30 race a listed race to pasture stakes at the Curra. Uh, Aussie girl who was a model of consistency I think she'll run into a place um, so it'd be those two for me and then um, the the two in the handicap I'll probably refrain from backing the Chilean Derby winner um, or <laughs> Or anything else like that. So. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? Yeah, and I'll yeah. probably leave. I'll probably leave the noise as well. It'd be, it'd be those ones for me this week, Chris. All right. Cheers, Andrew. I'm coming over to the Curra two for one in the ladies' derby. Wow. But um, I was impressed with the way Van Diemen won last time. Um, mm. at it was at Cork that I think when um the horse beat hard something hard point. Yeah, it was a good. It was only a maiden, but I was impressed with the way Colin Keane rode the horse from the front, um, mm. faced challenge around two or three furlongs out, and just really, really, just kept finding and finding and finding. And that was the first time that horse had been seen doing. I mean, it, going from the front. Um, the time before that ran well at Dundalk, and that's what kind of visually sets like put my eyes on the on the horse. Jupiter Rock was back in third that day at at the cork actually because i think that's that horse has run well in some decent maidens as well so i think van diemen in that ladies derby should go well for maxine or sullivan i think's taking the ride in that and then away from that there's nothing really i haven't really looked at wolverhampton saturday night but there's going to be some there but i just i mean i see that arch arch enemy is a horse that i've been following for a long time now and that horse has an entry at the curry over one mile with Conestone Waltz Walsh on board. I mean, he's been a, he's been a bit of a a real revelation this year, hasn't he? Over your side, Conestone Walsh. Yeah, he's yeah. he's part of Joseph. He works for Joseph O'Brien. Good jockey. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So yeah, two I've mentioned there, but yeah, I, I like Van Diemen in the ladies' trophy. Uh, Declan, you? Yeah, it was Jason got got the name of busted to kill him. Ah, he cheated. Ah, there's no cheating. You still have to find it. <laughs> well done. I've never played one for on and up. I wouldn't have owned up. <laughs> um, yeah, look, uh, down Patrick tomorrow at the three o'clock. Oh, here we go. <laughs> All right, a horse called See See the Sunset. Um, never put into the race on handicap debut, but was running on past beating horses to be honest. I think this race is tricky. There, there, there's two others in it that ran behind. Can't think of the name of it. The horse of Tony Mullins that was wide the whole way at Navin. The horse that was second and fifth are in this. They also have a chance, but I just couldn't turn this one down and see the sunset at the odds. And Duncarig. Yeah, that was the horse. Yeah, yeah, Danny Road. Um, and for see the sunset, if it's not going to be tomorrow, it'll be the next day. I think that there's there's, there's a race due. And then at the four ten at Down Patrick across the ocean, Key takes the ride for Gavin. Um, all runs have been over two miles, apart from a, the handicap debut when he fell. He was shot back to two miles then, probably just 
sharpen up the, the jumping. Um, after a fall, he'd get the confidence back, but then he unseated. Uh, he was much better the next day then when he was fourth, staying on. Um, back up to two miles, five furlongs. And I, I think tomorrow's the day. They've just given them a, a bit of a, a sharpener over the hurdles, going back to two miles, especially after the two mishaps. But showed enough the last day to, to say, right, we're ready to go. Back up and trip. There we go. Boom. Cheers, Dad. Thanks very much, boys. Uh, yeah, we're, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Yeah, don't this forget. Is a, this is a record. Yeah, yeah it's never. We have this never been a... on a podcast that was less than an hour. So we're going to chat for seven minutes now. Well, we could chat for seven <laughs> minutes and make it just over. <laughs> well, what um, we should say, Chris, is you, you put up a very good tweet um, asking people any aspiring racing podcasters out there where you can do there's no this this is a safe place you can say and do what you like just yeah but sure. if you haven't fucking watched tonight you're not getting on and we'd be quizzing <laughs> you yeah exactly <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'll, I'll tell you what yeah what there is a lad 15 minutes there's a lad in the chats don nickel he contacted me on my my thingy and he fancies coming on he's a scottish glas glaswegian so we're gonna have to on, you're on you're on, Dan. Get him yeah. on. You're on now. All, all we need then is a, all we need then is a Welsh lad, and we've got the Irish, the Scottish, the English, and the Welsh. So we'll get Reggie on. All we have a track record time. of giving people their breaks as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We do. So we gave a lot of young ones their breaks, and they went on fucking forget about us. So. Yeah, there's Don. Give, evening, yeah. gents. He's in there. Don, you, you hey, can join us. Can we get Katie a break? This is the first podcast Katie done. There she is winning. That racing tips there, That's true. She did. Oh, yeah. we, we gave Frankie Dittori loving Hannah, Hannah her first break on a podcast, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She works for that scumbag buggy now. Yeah, yeah. We gave <laughs> everybody the start, and here we are there. still. Yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> we gave we gave Stephen a start on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, he drives a lovely taxi now. He drives yeah, a really lovely taxi. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. And here we are. Here we are discussing fucking group trees. <laughs> and Dan Patrick. <laughs> yeah. oh, I would love getting stuck in the last Dan Patrick. Oh, I'd I'd love to talk about Dan Patrick. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's the bread and butter of racing. It's like the tour park of Irish Dan racing. Pa I is. think Dan Patrick, you know, I've been up there a bit, obviously, with John Danny. I think it's the oldest race course in They reckon the Boyerly Torque ran at Dan Patrick. How far are we going back there? Did he do wow. the fucking tear the right that, is one of the, the three original Tour of Breads. It was the it in a it was the Burley Torque, the Darley Arabian, and the Godolphin something or other. And they're the they reckon every racehorse is descending to those three. And he, and down Patrick are like, Yeah, he, he won a three mile chase here. Mm. <laughs> and they have a picture of <laughs> what that someone just draw us a horse there they went down to the bing bing fucking photo crater yeah draws, draws a brown one there the yeah. already which, which is another just another discussion we'll have another day right <laughs> he came to ireland for the battle of the boyan apparently and and ran it down patrick then but they didn't send him to war it's like this lad will jump a fence now no, yeah. this lad will no, jump a fence we're not, we won't send him out. i think we won't send him out to death now and then i um, can go <laughs> he went up to down Patrick and won a three mile chase. <laughs> nice Aaron, there we go. Three you mile chase for six miles in those days, though. No, <laughs> we, we, we'll, we'll spare him. This lad, this lad has wheels. Right. 
Boys, as per usual, thank you very much for joining us this week. And thanks to everybody in the chat who's joined us this week. Much love. Head on over to our website. Have a look at it. We'll be posting some content and keep your eye on the, our page over the coming weeks because there's going to be some really decent shit going on out there. So come on. Yeah. Big up the USOs. Um, and over the coming weeks, like Andy said, we will have some brand spanking new fresh face guests on who are going to have to live with some serious talk and serious yeah. drinking. Don, you're about to be able to talk. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't can't now, Don. He probably, he probably got through the card. He'll be dead on. Yeah. Yeah, replace me. I'll be gone. I'll be fired. Everyone in the comments will be like, "Get, get him back on. Get Don back on." <laughs> the Don, get the Don. I'm get the Don on. Just Don here talking himself, just reading out yeah. horses' names, <laughs> <laughs> and they just win. <laughs> <laughs> the news with Don. Right, boys. We'll leave it there. Have a good weekend, everybody. We'll yeah, see you all again very soon. Bye, bye.